0: Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind the scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. For today's episode, I want to share my process for creating playlists for my books. This isn't something that I did for my first few books when I first wrote them, but I did create playlists for She Wants More and Being Good, which are books 4 and 5 in my Polyamorous passion series, so I knew I had to go back and create playlists for the first three books in the series too. I spent some time doing that over the course of this summer, and now the playlists are included in the back matter of each of my books, the ebooks and the paperback versions. Alright, so how did I go about doing this? It's a fairly straightforward process, although it is rather time consuming. First, I needed to know how long it takes the average person to read a set number of words. I knew I wanted to match the songs to what's happening in the book at that particular moment, so it was important to me that the number of songs for a given chapter reflect the word count in the chapter, so that someone reading the book will theoretically be able to read at the same pace as the correct songs are playing. A little bit of googling told me that the average person reads 300 words per minute. The next thing I did was to get the word count of each chapter in my books. Most of my chapters were about 2,000 to 4,000 words long, so I made a note of approximately how many minutes of songs I required from one chapter to the next. After that, I began exploring my favorite songs and searching for any that would fit a particular scene. I added them to a list on a Google Doc, marking down how long each song was to ensure that the song lengths were roughly accurate to the amount of time it would take an average person to read that particular chapter. For example, I needed to have 14 minutes worth of songs in one chapter of my book and it wound up containing songs that added up, that added up to 14 minutes and 53 seconds, which was close enough to work for me. So it doesn't all line up exactly, but it, it's close enough. And again, keeping in mind that the 300 words per minute is the average reader. So of course, some people will read faster and others will read a little bit slower. Now, because I was creating playlists for five different books, and I'll have more playlists in the future um, for the, the next set of books, I wanted to be careful not to duplicate any songs from one book's playlist to the next. So I created a spreadsheet and added the song title and artist to it, which would then tell me straight away if I had any duplicates. Then, once all the songs were added for every chapter in a given book, I created the playlist on Spotify and listened to it to make sure there was a nice flow between the songs. I wanted the book's soundtracks to have a good rhythm from one song to the next, so that it creates a nice background noise and puts the reader in the right mood for that scene, rather than being a jarring distraction from reading the book. And lastly, I added the playlist to the back of each book. And there you go. That's how I created playlists for my books. There was something really lovely about choosing songs that I adore and ensuring that the songs I chose fit the right mood and emotion for the scenes they represent. Choosing songs that I listen to often on a personal level is kind of nice because it makes these soundtracks more meaningful. And it was fun to choose high energy versus more emotional songs depending on the scenes. When the characters are struggling in their relationships and going through a tough time, there are more heart-wrenching songs. So I included things like The Scientist by Coldplay, um, which is in book three, Make Me Forget. And then when we get to Helen's story in books four and five, the songs tend to be higher energy to reflect her character and mood. So that's when we get into songs like I'll Come Crashing by a Giant Dog and Friction by Imagine Dragons and Boys by Lizzo and so on. I often chose songs that had at least some lyrics which fit the, the scenes well so I also think it could be kind of fun for you to listen to the playlists even if you haven't read my books yet because you'll get a taste of what to expect in terms of the content of the book. For example I had a lot of fun choosing Atletico by Ray Morris for the introduction of A Choice Between Two which is book one as well as Handlebars by Flowbots as the introduction to Gaming the System which is book two. Um, I really felt like the accurately represented those particular scenes at the time and it is kind of funny because you'll you'll see from one playlist to the next that there's certain uh artists who I tend to include more often than others I think Metric and Taylor Swift and (laughs) Mother Mother are some of my main ones um so it's it's kind of fun in that sense because you can get a little bit of a taste of my personal uh, taste in music right When I was combing through the songs in my library to choose which ones to include in which books, I also came across some that I know without a doubt will be perfect for a particular scene in a future book, so I made note of that too. I would definitely recommend that you do the same if you're planning to create playlists for your own books that will just make it much easier for you when you are finished writing the novel and then when you're starting to officially construct the playlist for that book if you've already sort of gathered a few of the songs together that you uh, think would be a really good fit all in all it does take quite a bit of time to create playlists for books but it's another fun way that readers can hopefully feel more connected to authors It's cool to have playlists full of some of my favorite songs, too. I've been listening to the playlists quite a bit since I created them, so everyone benefits. As I mentioned earlier, the playlists that I created for my novellas are now included at the back of each book. So if you buy the eBooks, they're in there. The new updated versions of the paperbacks all have them at the back as well. But all of the playlists are also available on Spotify, so um, you can access them there. You can tune into them at saganmorrow.com/playlist one for book one, saganmorrow.com/playlist two for book two and so on for every single book. The soundtrack for my next novella, Being Good, which is book five, is already available on Spotify. So you can actually tune into that playlist early at saganmorrow.com slash playlist five before that book is released in October. So you can see a little bit of a taste of what to expect in that book and the different scenes based on the songs that you can listen to for that soundtrack. Plus, I created a master soundtrack for the entire series if you want to listen to all of the songs back to back without needing to click on a new playlist for each book as you are reading it. You can tune into the master soundtrack at saganmorrow.com slash polypassions playlist. I'll include that link in the show notes of this episode for you. More songs will be, of course, added to that playlist as I write more books in the Polyamorous Passions series. And, you know, as I'm correspondingly creating more soundtracks to go with each book, more of them will just be added to that master soundtrack. So definitely stay tuned for that. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Do you enjoy listening to playlists when you are reading books? What do you think of the playlists that I've created once you tune into them? And do you think that they accurately reflect the scenes throughout the books if you have already read my books? Feel free to connect with me at Sagan Lives on Twitter and Instagram to chat about it. And you can send me a message on either of those platforms if you have requests for future episode topics too. If you enjoyed this episode, please take two minutes to share this podcast on social media and rate it on iTunes. Anytime you share it or leave a rating or review, it helps more listeners find the Indie Author Weekly podcast, so every bit counts. I really appreciate your support. As with all the episodes here on Indie Author Weekly, you can access complete episode transcripts, sample chapters of the books, and a few other bonuses and goodies on the secret version of this podcast at saganmorrow.com slash secret podcast, so hop over there to check it out. Thanks so much for tuning into the Indie Author Weekly Podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.